Hi, I'm Pastor Joel of Heart City Church, and I'm so glad you're joining us for our mini-series, A Traveler's Guide to Glory. We have been looking at all 150 Psalms, but there are 15 of them that are grouped together. Psalms 120 through Psalm 134 each bear the title, A Psalm of Ascent, because ancient pilgrims would recite them as they ascended, as they made their way up to the holy city to worship God. Now, most of these psalms are fairly short. In fact, the last one, one, Psalm 131, it was only three verses. So it may surprise us that we now have an 18-verse psalm as we near the finish. Psalm 132. Lord, remember David and all his self-denial. He swore an oath to the Lord. He made a vow to the mighty one of Jacob. I will not enter my house or go to my bed. I will allow no sleep to my eyes or slumber to my eyelids till I find a place for the Lord, a dwelling for the mighty one of Jacob. We heard it in Ephratha. We came upon it in the fields of Jar. Let us go to his dwelling place. Let us worship at his footstool, saying, Arise, Lord, and come to your resting place, you and the ark of your might. May your priests be clothed with your righteousness. May your faithful people sing for joy. For the sake of your servant David, do not reject your anointed one. The Lord swore an oath to David, a sure oath he will not revoke. One of your own descendants I will place on your throne. If your sons keep my covenant and the statutes I teach them, then their sons will sit on your throne forever and ever. For the Lord has chosen Zion. He has desired it for his dwelling, saying, This is my resting place forever and ever. Here I will sit enthroned, for I have desired it. I will bless her with abundant provisions. Her poor I will satisfy with food. I will clothe her priests with salvation, and her faithful people will ever sing for joy. Here I will make a horn grow for David, and set up a lamp for my anointed one. I will clothe his enemies with shame but his head will be adorned with a radiant crown. So you may be wondering, why do we have this very long psalm, at least comparatively speaking, this long psalm in the midst of a bunch of rather short psalms? I was under the impression that these traveling psalms were supposed to be short, like hiking tunes, you know, easily remembered, easily sung as you climbed up to the big church. The length suggests there is something significant about this psalm, and there is. There is something so significant that it begins with David making an oath, a vow not to get any shut-eye, not to sleep until he finds a resting place for it. What is it? The Ark of the Covenant. The Ark of the Covenant. Psalm 132 is actually the only psalm that speaks about the Ark of the Covenant, and it comes here. As we come near the end of the Psalms of Ascent, as we're coming up on the very crest of the city, we hear about the Ark of the Covenant. And the Ark was so very special to the people of God. At one point, it had actually been lost to the Philistines for a couple decades. That is what is meant by them coming upon it in the fields of Jar, after the Philistines had returned it, after its theft had caused them all kinds of trouble. And David had attempted at one point to move it, a tragedy happened to poor Uzzah. And now we hear how David has sworn not to rest 
until he found it a resting place. So why was this wooden box so important to David and to the people of God? Well, the Ark of the Covenant was built in the days of Moses as a sign of the presence of God. Wherever it rested was the one place where heaven came down to earth, where the blessings of God could be experienced as his presence dwelt there. And as we approach the holy city, the travelers are remembering the significance of David and his desire to find a resting place for God's presence in the holy city, in the temple. And the people recall how God had promised that David would have a son. There was a covenant that his son would sit forever on a throne in a place where his presence was. And this, the people would, God would then experience salvation and they would sing for joy. So think about it. For pilgrims singing this on their way to Jerusalem as they're coming close, there's, this was their great hope, their longing. But, friends, there was no Davidic king. There was no Ark of the Covenant. And therefore, there was no salvation or joy. Friend, as you journey through life, you can sing for joy because David's greater son has come. Our Lord Jesus was actually brought into the temple as a baby and the presence of God finally filled the temple. And by his death and resurrection and his ascension to heaven where he was crowned with glory, he has brought us salvation so you and I can sing for joy. And more, our Lord Jesus, David, greater son, well, he's actually not resting. He has made you and I into the dwelling place of his spirit and until we reach our resting place, he is at work as our high priest, praying for us until we enter glory as his faithful people. My friend, remember who you are and who you belong to.